Hello, and welcome to the That's My Sister podcast. I'm Tierra Whitlock, and that's my sister, Lenora. Hi. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We have been on a bit of a break, but we're back this week. And today is our finale. How about that? (laughs) The last episode of the season. Thanks for hanging with us thus far, those of you that have. If you haven't, be sure to check out our previous episodes. But as for today, we are going to be uh, not talking about any hot topics or current events. We will be getting to know each other better. And uh, my sister wanted to chat with me versus how it's been me chatting with her, I guess. So do you want to lead this conversation, Lenore? Yes. So, you know, I'm going to throw it back to season one where we talked about a lot of things. And I shared and probably overshared (laughs) some of my life. And... um, the other day I was just thinking about like what I would tell my 20 year old self, you know? And I feel like these Gen Zers out here might want to hear like what you would tell your 20 year old self about church, about your career, about dating, like all the things and what um, you wish you knew or not even what you wish you knew, but just really like what you could what you could tell yourself then that you feel like would make you, I don't know, feel better back then about life and, um, you know, put you at like, like put your mind at ease and just give you some tools and steps to just navigating through life. So here you have it. You're a freshman. You just got your full scholarship. But see, I think everybody is Howard. different. Like, I can speak to what was broken to me personally. <laughs> but right, you're saying Gen Z, and Gen Z is not me. No, so. I said if you were. Hmm. If you were 20 years old and you were a In 2022? Starting over, well, not 20, you would be a junior at Howard, about, right. to, about to graduate. Yes, about to graduate, pretty much. Get it right. Uh, no, just in general, just for my own personal life, I just feel like at that time I was very into, um, not into, but I was more conscious of how other people felt and making sure that everyone else was okay versus my own choices and what I wanted to do with my life. I think the only thing that I, well, I can't even say that because Howard, my choice to go to Howard was pretty much based off of they had my major. I had a full ride. I was not one of those youth who was like, um, indoctrinated into the glory of HBCUs, I was um, pleasantly surprised when I got on campus and fully realized what I was getting into. But um, yeah, I, I went there because that's where the money was for me to go to school, not necessarily because 
I knew the rich history that is Howard University. But like the choices that I was making for myself at that time often hinged on the comfort and uh, happiness of others. So I would just tell myself to really value my own person and not be so concerned about what everybody else feels, what everybody else wants, and to really get down into what does Tierra want? What do I want to do? Where do I want to go? How do I want to, um, you know, conduct my life? regardless of whether people are happy with my choices or not. Do you um, think that as pastor's kids, we were raised to people, please? I don't think we were raised to people, please, necessarily. I don't think that was like a conscious effort, a conscious thing. I just know me as a person. I didn't like conflict. I didn't like rocking the boat. I didn't like being the subject of negative attention. So for me, like even like getting in trouble at home, I didn't want to be a part of that. I just, you know, don't make any waves, don't rock any boats. And so for me, that meant, you know, and I, I, by that age, I don't think I was even fully conscious that I was doing it so much. I realized it more so later in my 20s, early 30s. But like just, you know, going along, what do you want to do? What do you want to eat? Where do you want to go? Like, it wasn't necessarily, oh, this is what I want to do. I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this because I want to do it. And I think uh, later in my 20s, after I graduated college, I started realizing those things because that was when I was forced to make more decisions independently on my own. Once I graduated school, it was like, okay, there's no more, you know, this is what you do next. Now I'm creating my own steps, figuring out what exactly I want to walk out and live out. Me staying in D.C. was one of the first conscious decisions I made on my own. That was truly my choice of wanting to stay there instead of coming back home or moving to another city. Um, You know, that started the journey, but drilling down even deeper into my own person how I felt who I wanted to be in relationship with or friends with or how I wanted to spend my free time those types of things I think is important to value you know value your own opinion and there's always going to be somebody who's not happy there's always going to be somebody who doesn't want you to do things that way someone's going to be disappointed but more often than not, you don't want that someone to be you when you're making your own decisions. You want to make sure that the choices that you are making reflect who you are and what you want out of life. If everybody's not in the boat with you, it's okay. It's your boat. You're the one that's going to have to you know, live it out. You're the one that will regret it if you don't do it or be happy that you did do it, even if you you know, fail or if something goes wrong because it was your choice and you can take ownership of your own life and not have to look back and say, man, if only, you know, I hadn't listened to them or or if only, you know, they hadn't wanted to go left. I really wanted to go right. It's like, well, you go right then. You don't have to go left all the time just because someone else wants to. Um, So yes, that would be the advice that I would 
give to myself, to value your, yourself enough to know who you really are, to get to know yourself, what you want, and to uh, make choices based off of who you are and what you want to do, not off of what someone else wants you to do. Lenora? Hmm. That's good. Um, what do is you your... feel like... Oh. You're not going to No, there's more. <laughs> Do you feel like, you know, you finally, well, I don't know, like, you know, going through the different phases of our lives, like, do you feel like you finally come into your own or do you feel like in 10 years, you probably have another epitome where you'd be like, dang, I wish I knew this when I was, you know, 10 years ago. I or, think that's a part of life. You're okay. always learning and growing and finding out new things about yourself. I know the tier I am now is not the same tier I was 20 years ago. So, um, yeah, I think that's the whole point that you're, as you live, you learn, you grow and you get better. And I believe the people that are the most miserable are the people who are living, going through stuff and they're not getting the lesson or they're not challenging themselves to grow or, you know, it's it sometimes takes like pain and discomfort to grow and to do things differently and to be better. It's easy to be angry. It's easy to be mad. It's easy to always be popping off at the mouth. It's easy to hold a grudge. It's easy to hold on to unforgiveness. It's easy to not exercise. You know, you can pick things. Most of the things that are easy to do are usually not good for us. And so to to take on the challenge to grow and to be better, to be disciplined, to be mature, you know, that requires a little bit of stretching. And um, some people don't want to do that. Some people like to be comfortable, which is why they are in the same place they were 20 years ago or have the same personality, same life situation, you name it, because they have chosen to remain comfortable. And they're dealing with the same drama, same stuff that they did 20 years ago. So I, I believe that when you choose to stretch yourself and to learn and to grow and to do better and be better, you know, you, you reach ha- higher levels and you get to uh, accomplish more in your life and be more at peace, too, and happiness and have joy because you are choosing how do you think like your relationship with God would be different or what would you say, or do you like the way that you, your relationship with God evolved through time? I think I, I appreciate what I've always, even in my twenties, I, I was very, I was always very um, open with God. I, I feel like I realized that, at a young age, God already is omnipotent, unknowing. He pretty much already knows me in and out. He created me. So there's no point in me trying to uh, put on a front. So my prayer times were very transparent. Even in my rebellious phases, they are still very transparent. Um, and so I think just with me growing and maturing, um, you know, it, it helps my relationship with God deepen and grow because, you know, as I learn more about him 
about his love for me and uh, all that that entails. It just enhanced my life and enhanced my relationship with him. So um, that is one thing that I encouraged my, you know, that I, I um, help teach youth at my church. And with any youth, I've, I've done youth groups since I was in my 20s. I always say, you know what? We serve a God who already knows. <laughs> he already knows how you feel, what you're thinking, where you've been, what you've done, where you're going. And he still loves you. And he still wants to talk to you. And he still wants you to get closer to him in spite of, you know, what all has, um, is going on with you. And he wants to, you know, show you you. And so I've, I feel like what better way to, you know, even get to know yourself than to get to know God and to be in real relationship with him. He is the one non-judgmental being that we have who loves us unconditionally. Why not get to know him? And in getting to know him and in loving him, that helps you be better. Because when you love someone, you know, you want to please them and you want them to be happy. And we want, you know, in our relationship with God, we want to reverence him with our life because of the life that Jesus gave so that we can have this abundant life. Why not? You know, so that's my take on it. Yes, I'm happy with how my life has evolved. So for you, I've talked. We've said what you would say, what I would say to my form, former self as a 20-year-old. What advice would you give yourself now? What, did not, what advice are you giving to yourself now? What are you trying to remember? Man, my advice right now is go for it. Go for it. Go for it. And um, I've always been that person, though. I've always been the girl that just, like, went for whatever it was that I wanted at the time. I'm very strong, strong-willed in that way. Um, and that's kind of what I'm doing right now because I know that there's so much more. Like, I have these goals for myself, like, mm-hmm. you know that I know that I want to achieve um, certain status, certain tax brackets, certain um, accomplishments by certain ages. And I put those timelines on me. And I was actually talking to one of my friends yesterday. And Mm -hmm. like, he was saying like, make sure that you're balanced. And balance sometimes doesn't work for me because I feel like it slows me down. (laughs) So I put a lot, lot of pressure on myself to succeed. And I I always, I always accomplish those things, but there are times when I completely crash or I feel so overwhelmed or I feel so stressed out. And I don't think that that's healthy either. So Mm -hmm. I do need balance, you know? Um, Another thing that I've learned is, um, I guess the years of my life have taught me um, I am or used to be so loving and so open hearted and, and willing to go the extra mile for everyone when mm. everyone's not willing and loving and can see me coming and will take advantage of that. Gotcha. Um, and so I've learned not to give or work so hard for people 
especially if they're not paying me. Um, <laughs> I've learned. No, like seriously, because mm-hmm. I've 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 done full full on jobs for people. Um, mm-hmm. But I've learned to not be so eager to give although the lord always pays me back but just to to kind of let people earn what i have to give and like knowing my worth enough mm-hmm. to know that people have to earn what i have to give um yeah. and that goes in relationships too um i always you know i want to pick up the alley dog and try to try to fix them up and yes and, we're too old to be fixing yeah, up no, alley dogs. I know alley dogs <laughs> I don't I don't you know yeah. I don't ride the L because it's rats on the L so okay. it's the same the same thing I don't I have graduated okay <laughs> we Uber now okay but I just mean like um just 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 that for my life I feel like it's been very important and. Um, that's one thing. And then another thing that has changed about me is my confidence. I used to have really low self-esteem, believe it or not. And like, I used to not think that I was pretty. Isn't that Mm. something? Um, Mm -hmm. I used to just think that like everyone else was prettier than me and that like, but like, I don't know these past couple of years. I'm like, dang, okay. Like you your daddy's son. You know what I mean? (laughs) But I, I feel so much more confident in who I am and understanding like you know like I've really come into my own and I feel like a grown adult in in some ways where I used to feel so much like a child Mm. um I definitely feel uh I feel I don't know together in a lot of ways and I feel like some of these things are like what I put in my niece now like Every time I see her, I tell her she's beautiful. Like every single time I have to make sure that she knows that I love her. And Mm -hmm. I try really hard not to do things like if she messes up or say, you know, like, of course we have to chastise the child, but like, I don't want her to ever think that something that she does would make her not make me not love her. So Mm -hmm. I try not to like, you ever see somebody chastise a child and be like, you know, no, I don't want your hug right now, you know, or, mm-hmm. or like push them away. I try mm-hmm. not to do that because I feel like she's genuinely sorry, but I'm a sucker too. So, mm-hmm. you know, Ari knows how to play me sometimes, but it's okay. Like anytime there's a hug to offer, I try to give her that. Like, I really want to validate her, but I, I don't want no, like I was bullied so bad when I was little that like people tore me down just because I was smaller than them and mm-hmm. I listened to that and it, it and I it it turned me into being a very shy introverted people pleasing type of person because I was teased all day every day and I was like the nerdy girl you know um mm-hmm. I was I was intelligent and I was small so in sports I wasn't as good as everyone else so it was the easy the easy mm-hmm. girl to pick on right um, and that turned into a complex for me. And then also I come from the suburbs and dad had like a successful church in the inner city. And, you know, we get teased about talking, talking like white girls and things like that. And so growing up, I had this complex of like, okay, I have to learn. Well, now it's, I don't even know if it's called Ebonics, but I have to learn s- slang 
because I have to be able to talk. And now I can't even talk normal anymore because it's just a regular part of my life. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I, I had to learn how to code switch. And I think everybody goes through these phases and things like that. But it like it gave me a complex in a lot of ways. But it also taught me to be all things to all people. So I could turn it on, turn it off. And that actually helped me a lot in my career. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, you know, everything, I feel like the challenges that are put in front of our lives, that God predestines these things to form us into the adult that we're going to be. So everything that we go through is for a reason and for a purpose. So all the times that like I gave or like I was, I was like giving free time or serving or treated horribly by um, my superiors in whatever way it was literally because I was going to be a boss and I needed to know how not to treat people mm. like not to power trip right, how, to be right. humble, how to be kind how to stay late how to help other people um, how to encourage someone's career growth and like you know I literally had like tyrant tyrant bosses um, at the worst time of my life like when my dad was dying you know so it was a lot going on, but I realized that that was predestined for now where, you know, I, I have direct reports and I have to manage departments and do things. So, um, I feel like whatever you could tell your younger self may not really matter because all of your journey was predestined to make you who you are right now. Mm. Like, I feel like you're the perfect mom for Ari in so many ways. Like I could not be you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I feel like God True. made me your sister because you like Ari is very similar to me in a lot of ways but I feel <laughs> like you uh, you needed me because God knew that you were going to be Ari's mom you know what I mean like in a weird way everything's set up you'll see how she's saying my child is similar to her no but like you literally was like come on Lenore mm. like you call Ari me all the time because she's a child and I feel like you're my child exactly sometimes. but that's not that's where it, it is predestined <laughs> that's where it is thank you <laughs> but oh, and, and then I have ways where I support you in life too yeah, so don't, don't, do. I'm not saying I'm, not I'm just saying my child to me does not act like you but if you see yourself in Aria okay I don't but, mean like that oh. but never mind I just I, I, <laughs> I feel like some of the like her goofiness and some of the ways that we are we're very similar but no. that's okay if you don't see that just like you don't think that I look like you and we look just like not at all but all is, all is well. I'm glad you don't see parallels. Um, but yeah, so that's what I would say. Like, I'm just really like a um, in a go for it kind of a mindset. And um, that's where I am right now because I it's more to achieve. Like, I got to get mm -hmm. there. I'm gotcha. Michelle Obama out here, like becoming. <laughs> gotcha. So, okay. good stuff yeah that would be the advice I would give and I also would tell myself about the church and some of the things that like I've learned now I, like I barely go to church I might go to church once every two months or so but I stream every Sunday but um just like you don't have to be over involved and you don't have to like you're not obligated to serve in the church like you're not you don't have to and I think because I was a pastor's kid, I felt like any church I went to, I had to, like, serve. 
Mm-hmm. That's not true. You can just like go to church without. Well, that's another conversation. We're in the finale, so <laughs> go down that road. But yeah, so anyways, neither here nor there, but I'm very proud of who you've become, sister, and like, you know, like, everything that you've accomplished in your life, I just, I applaud you, because even in, you know, your career, like, you're doing what you want to do, and um, you still have a husband and a child, and you're doing this thing, so. Thank you. Likewise, kudos to you. For going going for it and living out your own dreams. Through blood, sweat, and tears, you have persevered. Yes. So gotta be the rich auntie out here, you know? Sure. I take a lot of pride in being an auntie if you didn't realize. I see. <laughs> it's not a bad thing to be proud of. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening to our advice to ourselves. Hopefully it gave some advice to you and some insight into who we are as people. As we said before, this is our finale episode. Yeah, we'll be back in the spring, man. Enjoy your holiday. Yes. Happy New Year. Merry (laughs) Christmas. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, geez. But yes, it has been fun. If you haven't listened to our previous episodes, they're all across the platforms. And our season one is still there, too, if you'd like to take a listen. And, um, yes, if you enjoyed, like, share. Share with a friend so they can discover us and fall in love with us as well. And we will see you next time. Next time. Bye, guys. Bye.